0: Ashley Brock reading Diane Palmer's book, The Last Mercenary, chapter 11. Callie felt the sun on her face. She'd been dreaming. She'd been in Micah's warm, powerful arms, held tight against every inch of him, and he'd been making a dirt love to her. He looked down into her wide eyes at the very instant he possessed her. He watched her become a woman. It seemed so real. Her eyes opened. Sure, it was real. And in a minute now, the tooth fairy was going to fly in through the open patio windows and leave her a shiny quarter. She sat up, awed, that uncomfortable feeling low in her belly. She shifted and she felt sore. Talk about dreams that seemed real. <laughs> she swung her legs off the bed and stood up, silly for a moment, so that the sudden dizziness passed. She turned to make up the bed and frowned. There was a stain on the bottom sheet. It looked like dry blood. Well, oh, so much for the certainty that her period was due for another two weeks, she thought. Probably all this excitement had brought it on sooner. Grace, get out of the refrigerator! I swear to goodness, get out! Now! Get out of the refrigerator. Get Shut the door. Get out of the refrigerator. Now get over there with your brother. Now! Mommy! Get. Mommy, I'm bombing me. Now go. She went into the bathroom wondering what what she was going to do for the necessary equipment in a house full of men, but she wasn't having her period. That would mean some spotting had occurred, and that frightened her because it wasn't natural. She'd always been regular. She'd have to see a doctor when she got home, she supposed. She bathed and frowned when she was standing in front of the mirror. There were some very bad bruises on her hip and thigh, and that was when she remembered the terror of the night before. Half asleep, she hadn't really been thinking until she saw the bruises, and it began to come back. A man! Lopez's man had tried to kidnap her. She actually knocked him out with a shovel. She somehow don't remember. Sadly, she'd been less brave when Mikey came running out to see about her. He carried her in here and given her a sedative. She hoped she hadn't said anything revealing to him. Sedatives made her very uninhibited, but she had no memory past the shot. That might, she concluded, be a good thing. Dressed in a pink Bermuda shorts set that she bought on her shopping trip to Nasi. She put her feet into a new pair of sneakers, and like the sandals she couldn't wear, the sneakers were a perfect fit. She walked back into the bedroom, worried, wondering what Micah had done with Lopez's men. It seemed very quiet this morning. She was certain Micah had all sorts of surveillance systems set up to make sure Lopez couldn't sneak anybody else in here to make another attempt at kidnapping her, which felt uneasy. Just the same, Lopez would never stop. She knew that she was still in the same danger she'd been in when she first arrived here with Micah. She felt as if she had a hangover, probably because of the sedative Micah gave her. That explained the erotic dream as well. She less remember what an exotic dream it was to brush her hair, not bothering with makeup. Went down the hall to the kitchen to see if coffee was available. Bonjo was helping himself to a cup. He grinned as he came into the room. You slept very late. I was very tired. Besides, Micah drugged me. It's the second time he's given me a sedative since I've been here. I'm not used to them. She left. She took the first cup of coffee. Bonjo handed her. It's a good thing I fell asleep right away, too, because sedatives generally have a very odd effect on me. I get totally swept away. Where is everybody? She had a nodding on Bonjo, who was the only person in the kitchen. Micah has gone to Nasi on business, he told her with a grin. Lopez seems to have vanished in the nights. Not only Lopez, but his very expensive yacht and several of his men. The authorities are justifiably curious. Lopez has gone? She asked, excited. You mean that he's gone away? Very far away, said But he'll just come back. But he'll just come back? He gave her a weary look and she frowned. Don't you? Do you still have his two henchmen? Michael was going to give those two men to the police, you might, maybe they know where he is. They were handed over to the police, he read, but they don't know where Lopez is either. You look smug, she, she I am. I do know where Lopez is, and I can promise you that he won't be making any more raids on this island. Great, she said, can you hand him over to the police? Lopez can't be handed over, he passed the thing. Well, not in one piece, at least. He added, you're sounding very strange, you he poured his own cup of coffee and sat back down at the table. Lopez's yelp went up in flames last night, he said, matter of fact. I'm amazed that you didn't hear the explosion. It must have been a fault in the engine or gas leak. He had without being in her eyes. She said, a very nasty explosion. What was left of the yacht sank. It was in sight of here. His boat sank? He was on it, you sure? Did he? Did you see it go down? She yes, asked, relieved and horrified at the same time yes yes and yes he said lopez will never threaten you or michael's father again you will be able to return home now to your job and to your stepfather. i shall miss you i'll miss you too bonjo she said but her mind was racing again ahead lopez was dead she was out of danger she could go home she had to go home she amended Never see Micah again. Bonjo was watching the Express and chase themselves across her face. She was vulnerable. Beside that, she was in love with Micah. Didn't take much guesswork to figure that out. or to make sense of Micah's strange attitude about her. Obviously, the boss knew she was in love with him, and he was trying to be kind while making his position to her clear. Hey, Grandma. The musical tones of the cell phone interrupted. his going to be thoughts. He answered quickly. Yes, he said. Last minute, she's here having coffee. I'll ask her. He's a bit, Micah is having lunch with Lizette on the bay and Nasi. If you want to join them, I can take you over in the small boat. Lisa, why should she think anything had changed? She wondered. Lissa was beautiful. Micah had told her at the beginning that he and Lissa were lovers. they have been together for a long time, and she was important in the Bahamas, as well as being beautiful. Few teasing kisses for Callie meant nothing to him. She'd be a complete fool. Micah been kind to her to get her to stay and bait Lopez. Grace, get out of the refrigerator. That was all it had been. It was an effort to smile, but she did. Tell him things, but I've got to start packing If Lopez is really out of the way. I have to go home. Mr. Kep won't keep my job open forever. Why don't you look really, uh, boss? He says she'd rather not. He has nodding and glance glancing. Again at Callie. Okay, I'll make sure he knows. We'll expect you soon. Yes, goodbye. You look like a bad party. Come on. He's bringing Lisa here for us. Her. She said reluctantly. Her art jumped, but she always like why not? It's obvious to anybody he, that he's crazy about her. She's a dish, she added, and then wondered why she should suddenly think about this bus size when compared to her. She's a cat, Bonjour replied, don't let her walk on you. I never have, she commented. If we have been lunch, I guess I need to start fixing it, huh? We have a cook. I'm good, she told him without consent. I cook for dad and me every night. I'm no Corday bleu, but I get compliments. "Very <laughs> well," I mean, well bunch of gay men, hoping the boss wasn't going to fire him for letting her into the kitchen. Mac, Mac wants to no see, with the boss and the other guys, so it would have been cold cuts anyway. I make homemade rolls, she told him with a grin, and I can bake a pound cake. <laughs> she got up, looked through the cupboards and refrigerator, found an apron and got busy. It would give her something to do while her heart was breaking. Grace, get out of there! Two hours later Micah and Lisa came into the living room together laughing. Callie appeared out from the kitchen. Food's on the table if you want to sit down. She called really Micah gaped at her. He told Bonjo to get Matt to fix lunch. What was Callie doing in the kitchen? Bonjo came out of it and Mike's face on Oh, I thought I'd tell you. So a took I thought I told you to monitor communications for traffic about Lopez, he said coldly. Bonju knew what was eating him, so he only smiled. I am. I was just asking Callie for another pot of coffee. We drink the other between us. He added deliberately. Mike's eyes flashed like black lightning, but he didn't say another word. As Bonju nodded politely at Lisa, walked back toward the communications room. Sit down, Lisa, Michael said quietly, pulling out a chair for her at the dining room table. Harvey laid with silverware in place and fresh water. I'll be back in a minute. I do hope it's going to be something light, Lissa said already. I can't bear a heavy meal in the middle of the day. Mike didn't answer. He'd run into listen in town, and she finagled him into lunch. He compromised by bringing her here so that he could see how Callie was feeling after the night before. He was hoping against hope that she remembered what had happened. And so she looked at him. He knew she hadn't. Hi, she said brightly and with a forced smile I slept like two larks. I hope you've got an appetite. I made homemade bread and cake and steak and salad. Melissa, Melissa will probably only want the salad. He remembered, but I love cake. I remember. That's sit down and bring it. He only sat two places. He said quietly, sure. I'm just cooking it. I wouldn't want to get in the way. Micah, while she's talking, he picked her up and carried her out of the kitchen. The back and into the first sprawling bedroom he came to, closing the door behind him. You're not the hired help here, he said flatly, into her eyes without putting her down. You don't wait at, wait at table. You don't cook. I have a man for that. I'm a good cook, she pointed out, and it's going to get cold if you don't put me down and let me finish. His eyes dropped to her mouth and lingered down. I don't want food. He brought her clothes and his mouth suddenly went down against hers and twisted her until he forced her lips and parts and made her respond to him. He groaned under his mouth. Under his mouth as his arms reached up to hold her. She made a husky little sound and gave in. All at once, it felt so familiar to be held like this, kissed like this. She opened her mouth and felt his tongue go into it. Her body was on fire. She never felt such a desire. Odd that her body seemed to have a whole different knowledge of him than her mind did. Couldn't get enough of her mouth. He devoured it. His power of arms and a faint tremor when he was finally able to draw back. Looked straight into her eyes, remembering her headlong swamp the night before. When her body yield to him. In crisp white sheets in the darkness. Thought of nothing else all day. It was anguished to know that she was only oblivious to what they'd done together when the memories were tormenting him. How long have you been talking to Bonjo? We him a Just a little while. Her mouth was swollen, but her body was shivering with secret needs. She looked at the tight line on his lips and impulsively reached up to kiss him. Amazingly, he kissed her back without her assistance. Micah, Lisa's stricken voice came floating down the hall all by the sterile sound of high heels from wood. Micah heard her and looked at his head. His mouth, like cowlings, was swollen. He searched her misty eyes. and said, It's Lisa. She was ready. Yes. He bent and brushed his mouth lazily over her own, smiling as she followed him involuntarily. She wants her lunch. She wants her lunch. She persisted. I want you he murmured against her mouth the word shocked her fingers linked behind his nap and then she said, right I can't see why can't you because I've never she began until last night he almost said it he thought it so he's hardened as before she tongue to be silent he couldn't tell her. He wanted to, but it was too soon. He had to show her that it wasn't a one-time night thing. With him, even more important, he had to convince himself that he could change enough, settle down enough to give her some security and stability. He knew that he could have made her pregnant. Oddly, it didn't worry him. Thought of a child was magical. Somehow, he didn't know much about children, except that he was certain he'd love his own. Callie would make a wonderful mother. Smiled as he'd been, kiss her, I would say. Wouldn't you, he was, if I insisted? I hate you. She bit up. no no she wouldn't. She loved him in. He asked you might he said And that's the last thing I want. Micah Lisa's voice came again from even further down the wall. Sit stay Kelly whispered hipishly. He bit her low lip and growled deep in insists on lunch, I compromise. Kiss me again. His mouth dripped lazily over hers. She did kiss him because she had no willpower when it came to this. So being in his arms, being held by him, she loved him. After a minute, he lifted his head put her down with obvious reluctance. we better go before she starts opening doors, he said in a husky tone. Would she? She has scares me. She has before. Because he with a weary grin, he brushed back her hair with exquisite tenderness. His eyes held an expression she'd never seen in them. You look like I've been making love to you. He whispered with a paint Better fix your face before you come out. She says. Reached up and touched his little with wonder. She was still trying to make herself believe that he dragged her in here and kissed her so hungrily. There was something in the back of her mind. Something disturbing. She couldn't grasp it. But the most amazing thing was the tenderness he was showing her and made her breathless. His he lean hands spread across against her cheek. His thumb parted her lips as he bent again. As if he couldn't help himself. He kissed her softly, savoring the trembling response of her lips. My cut! Lisa was outside almost screeching now. He lifted his head again with one I need you to take out I need you to take I need to take you out in the boat and drop anchor five miles out. He said to him, Devin, Devin Okay. Let's go see if everything's cold before Lisa loses her voice. He opened the door, checked to see if it goes there. Fix your face, he whispered with a wicked grin. Closed the door behind him. She heard his footsteps moving toward the dining room. Two minutes later, Signato Hills made an angry sound passing the bathroom door. Micah In the dining room, Alyssa, where were you? I've been looking everywhere. He was good at improvising. Kelly thought as she repaired the damage to her face, she combed her hair with a comb from a tray on the vanity table and wondered at the change in her relationship with Micah. He was very different. He acted as if she'd become suddenly important to him and not in a conventional way. She could now smile, and it was her whole life had changed. She went back into the kitchen and put everything on the table after checking that the steak had kept warm on the back of the stove it had. Micah got up and said third place and said we we'll Callie's a deliberate look. You eat in here with us. He said firmly ignoring Lissa's name. Okay. She put out the last of the food and butter for the rolls and sat down. Micah will you say grace? She a, grace. Tasted the beautiful face white and chalk. Micah flashed her disproving glance and said a brief prayer. He was digging in the food while Lissa in her gold-trimmed white pantsuit was still gaping very conventional at home. Kelly pointed out, and traditional, like added, traditions is important for families. But you do have a family, really, darling, Lisa protested. She helped herself to a couple of forkfuls of salad and henna dressing rolls. Thousands of calories, darling, especially with that butter. She told Michael, Kelly made them for me from scratch, she said in fruit, too really, but into one of well. These are good. <laughs> yeah, he said, like it's the only thing I do really well. My mother couldn't boil water that had slipped out her she looked horrified as she met Mark's eyes. Well, Mark. I think Mark could do very well without hearing about your tramp of a mother, dear Lisa said only he stuffed enough. He suffered enough at her hands already. He was who was it. She threw you baby for darling that British arrow. <laughs> she didn't throw me over her Mike said to his seat well she stayed. She was staying here with you last year. Callie's eyes exploded. She got up, throwing down her. Hand. Is that true? She demanded. It is, but not the way you're assuming it is. He said. Callie, there's something you need to know. She turned to walk down the room. What the hell was that? In Ado, Mikey demanded. At least it was ruining it. You keep secrets, thank you. She asked with a cold sweat. It's dangerous. You've even slept with it, haven't you, darling? She hadn't been in the sleep. Mikey threw down his own napkin, and got to say. Bonjour. He yelled. The tall Burberry." came rushing in the room. His boss never raised his voice. Michael was absolutely violent. See Lisa back to NASA. She won't be coming here again. He had it with icy dripping, dropping from every syllable. Lisa put her down her fork and wiped her mouth. before she got lasher. She came up with He, he used people excuse it It's always what you want, what you need. You manipulate. You can show. You use. I love you. Shut in the husky, doing but you didn't care. Was handy and good in bed, and that was what mattered to you. When you didn't want me so much anymore, you threw me out. So I was only invited over here this time so that you could show your house guest that she wasn't the only egg in your basket, she came across. Me. So, how does it feel to be on the receiving end for once, Maker? It's your turn, I wish, I really wish, I could stick around and see the result. She doesn't look that forgiving sort to me, and I know, wouldn't I? He turned, leaving Bonjour to follow her. After a, complaint, a complicated glance in Mike's direction, the boss didn't say a word, not a single word. Callie was packing with shaking hands. Mikey came to the doorway and leaned against it with his hands in his pockets. Nothing me. to say? She asked her. Nothing you'd listen to, he replied. Alyssa just put me in my place. I didn't realize it, but she's right. I do use people, only I never meant to use you in any way. You said you weren't having an affair with my mother. She accused this. She folded a pair of slacks and put them in. I'm not, I never have. She has runs brotherly. But you're not in any mood to listen to me, are you, baby? Baby, she's frowned. Baby, what did that word make her uneasy? She looked at him with honest curiosity. I called you that, he said. I don't remember when, do you? She's actually she Maybe just as well. He said, almost himself. For now, it's safe for you to go home. Lopez is dead. His top lieutenants died with him. There are no longer any threats to you or dad. Yes, what a lucky explosion it was. She had it busy with her case. wasn't luck, Callie. Said she, I swam out to the yacht and planted a block of C4 next to his propeller shaft. She turned gasped me, ran and shook. As She fumbled the case closed and sat down heavily on bed. So that was what they'd been talking about the night before when Mike had said that in my work. It could have been killed. It was a close call. He had a watch. I let myself get caught like a rank beginner. I was too tired to make it back in the loop, so I stopped to rest. One of Lopez's men caught me. Lopez made a lot of threats about what he planned to do to you and dad, and then he got stupid. Had me tied up down below. <laughs> he extended his arm. Showed his watch, pressed the button and watched for expression as the knife blade popped out. Pity his men were cute enough to check the watch. They knew what I do for a living too. Her eyes were full of horror. Mike had gone after Lopez alone. He'd been captured. If he hadn't been for that watch, he'd be dead. She stared at him as she couldn't get enough. Just looking at him, what difference did it make if he had a full-blown affair with her mother? He could be out there with Lopez in pieces. Put her face in her hands. Had the tears in overflow. He went to the bed and knelt down beside her, pulling her wet face into his throat. He smothered her hair while she clung to him, and let the tears fall. It had been such a traumatic week for her. It seemed that her whole life had been uprooted and stranded. Mikey could have been dead, or last night she could have been dead. Pride seemed such a petty thing. Olson, you could have died. She was ruined. so could you. He moved, lifted her into his arms, dropped her in a wide cushion, ratted right chair, and held her close while the anguish of the night before laced through her slender body like a tangible thing. She clung to him. I wish I'd known what you were planning. She said, I'd have stopped you somehow, even if it was only to save you so you could go to my my mother. He wrapped her up even closer and laid his cheek against her hair. You still won't trust me, do you, honey? He murmured, I suppose I was asking too much, considering the way I've treated you over the years. He kissed her dark hair. Go back home and settle into your old tune soon enough. This will all seem like just a bad dream. She rubbed her eyes with her fists like a small child. curled against him, she felt safe, cherished, treasured. Ah, to feel like that with a man who was now Playboy, a man who already told him that freedom was like a religion to him. You be glad to have your house to yourself again? She said, I guess it really cracked the style of me. Here, Listen, I mean. He shrugged, I lied. Well, what I lied about Lissa being my lover room now. What was between us was over years ago. He showed I brought her over here when he arrived as a buffer. He sat up, staring at him like a A buffer? He smiled lazy. His fingers brushed away the tears that where Bachelors are terrified of virgins, he commented. You don't even like me, she protested. His dark eyes slid down her mouth and even farther over her breast down to her long with you have a heart like marshmallow, you say quiet. You never avoid trouble, turn down people in need. You take in all sorts of strays. Children love you, you smile. You scared me to nuts. Past tense, yes sir. I'm getting used to you. You didn't smile, start on. It hurt me that Lopez got many onto my property while I was lying in bed asleep. You could have been kidnapped or killed, no thanks to me. You were tired, you're You weren't superhuman, Micah. You are no a slow breath. And so toyed with the armhole of her tank top, <laughs> his fingers brushed against the warm flesh, and she had to fight not to lean to him. I didn't feel comfortable resting while you were in so much danger. It all caught up with me last night. She was remembering something, said. You were almost too tired to swim back from Lopez's yacht, he said, she recalled But you'd just been asleep, she said. How could you have been tired? Oh, well, that's not a question you should ask yet, he said. You're not going to like the answer. I'm not, he surprised for a long moment, or oh, once he stood up, taking her with him. You better finish getting your stuff together, or I'll put you on a commercial flight home. She didn't want to go, but she didn't have an excuse to stay. She looked as if he, she were lost and alone in his face. Don't do that, he said. The idea is to get you out of here as smoothly as possible. Don't invite trouble. She didn't understand the top command, but then she didn't understand him either. She was avoiding the one question she should be asking. She came in and asked, Why was my mother here? Her husband has cancer, he said, suddenly. She phoned here and begged for help. seeming that Earl was penniless and she doesn't, does actually seem to love him. I arranged for him to have an unorthodox, unorthodox course of treatment from a native doctor down here. They both stayed with me until he got through it. but put his hand in his last box. As much as I hate to admit it, she's not the woman she was, Callie, he added. And she did one thing that I admired. She phoned your father and told him the truth about you. Asking, what father? What truth? Yes, I said, your father was going to phone you and ask you to meet him, did he? She moved wrestling back to him. He phoned and left a message you didn't have anything to say to him, so I didn't call him back. He knows that you're his child, he told her. Your mother sent him your birth certificate. That's why he's trying to contact you. I imagine he wants to apologize. Your mother does too, to you and Dad. But she told me she wasn't that brave. Her eyes met his haunt. I went through hell because of her and my father, she said in a text to him. You don't know. You can't imagine what it was like. Yes, I can. He, he sounded angry. He's apparently counting his regrets. He never remarried. He doesn't have any children except you. And he still doesn't have a child, she said through her teeth. He didn't reply for so long. I can understand why you feel that way about him and your mother. I don't blame you. I just thought I'd tell you what I know. It's up to you what you do or don't do about it. She pulled her one last shirt and put it on the case. Thanks for telling me, Chanter. Lissa wanted to make trouble? Yes she did. And she was entitled. She's right. I did use her in a way. Your mother left me very abruptly uh, about women this. <laughs> I love my own mother, but I lost her when I was still in grammar school. In later years, your mother was the very worst example of what a wife should be. She made a very bad impression on me. On oh, me too. She closed the case and turned back to him. Her eyes trying to memorize his new face. I wish you liked me when I lived in your house, she said abruptly. We would have met more than you know. Like, I couldn't afford to like you, Callie. He well, said, Why? Every time I looked at you, I burned like fire inside. You were just a teenager, a virgin. I couldn't take advantage of you that way. We could have been friends, she persisted. She said, You know we couldn't. You know why? She grimaced his burning face. It's always sex with you, isn't it? Not anymore. His voice was those days are past. I'm looking ahead now. I have a future to build. Bigger army of mercenaries. She's dead into more money. She's battling here. Once a mercenary. Always a mercenary. Be the last mercenary you ever been able to give up the lifestyle. I wish you out. Well, she said. She picked up her case and looked around to make sure she hadn't left. And thanks for saving my life. Twice <laughs> she had it with a fortune. You're welcome. We moved forward to take the case from her, studied her face for a long time. When they eyes it was all he was seeing her the first time. It's amazing, no, no, no. It took me so long. What took you so long? Never mind, he murmured. He's mine. We'll find out soon enough. Come on, I'll drive you into Nasi to the airport. Vonjew could he put his finger against her soft mouth? He goes, I'll drive you. She swallowed. The tip of his ear was tracing her upper lip, and I was making her knees work. Okay, she said he took her hand and led her out to the car. End of chapter 11.